said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. When you are saying that you are a believer and you're really not, you are a false witness. And this is what has to happen, y'all. What's coming out of your mouth has to line up with what you're doing. See, we are saying stuff that we're not doing. And y'all hear this all the time. This ain't nothing new. You can't be saying one thing and doing something different. And we good at that. Read. Honor thy father and thy mother. Respect thy mother and thy father. Read. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And you got to love other people like you love yourself. That ain't easy. You have just how you love you like like just how you like you love yourself. You have to love other people like that. We don't love people like that. That's disqualified. What was it for right there? Because we refuse to love folks. And I can love somebody that's loving me back. But can you love the person that don't like you? And that's how you know you got something. Because watch it. Right here, some of y'all got some, some of your heart towards somebody right now. You mad at your baby dad. Oh, y'all talk to me. You, you mad at your baby mom. Somebody can't be mad at their husband. Mad at their wife. Y'all talk back to me. See, we, we can smile and grin and wave our hand and all that, but what's going on on the inside of you? you I, I, want, I want to show you how you can tell if you got something hard to somebody. When you see it, you feel something. Something start moving on the inside of you. You know what it is? Unforgiveness, resentment, and bitterness. Watch this, read. Then the young man said unto him, this is what the young man said, read, all these things have I kept from my youth up, what lack I yet? In other words, I've been saved all my life. This is what he said, I've been doing this all my life. And he said, what am I lacking? And Dr. Matthew Jesus said, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Watch this. Read. Then Jesus said unto him. Then Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, if you're going to be complete in me, read, go and sell that. Go and sell that that thou hast. Read. And give to the poor. And give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And then you'll have treasures in heaven. And come and follow me. Watch this. In other words, Jesus said, If you have any intentions on going to heaven, if you're going to become a believer, if you're going to follow me, this is what he said. Do what I say. Watch this. Read. But when the young man heard that saying. But when he heard that saying. He went away sorrow. He went away upset. Watch this. Read. For he had great possessions. Not only did he have possessions, but his possessions had him. See, listen. God don't play games with us. God's going to show you some things that you're going to have to give up if you're going to follow him. Now, Jesus was not just dealing with him because he was rich. Jesus knew that his money was his God. See, y'all got quiet. Because a lot of y'all say y'all say, but God ain't got, he's not lowering over your finances. Amen. Ah, see, y'all, y'all quiet. 
I just love the Lord. You shout, make a lot of noise. Then when time to get offering, you got a problem. <laughs> you know why? Because right. he ain't your Lord. Amen. You know what your Lord is? Watch well, this. Well, I ain't got no money. Well, your Lord may be your husband. Amen. You can't serve God because you're trying to keep up with your husband. You can't serve God because you're trying to keep up with your wife. You can't serve God because you're trying to keep up with your children. Listen, your job can be a God. How do I make my job a God? Okay, let me tell you. You working 90 hours a week and you can't even come to church for two hours. That's a God. Watch this. You working on Saturday and Sunday and it's not mandatory. I'm chasing that dollar. You know why? Because that dollar is your God. Watch this. If it's not mandatory, listen, I can't work Saturday and Sunday. I might got to be at church. But see, Jesus ain't Lord, so you put job, money, and people before God. You know why? Somebody say why? Because that's your God. Anything that you're putting before God is your God. Watch this. God has to be our first priority. We have to keep him first. And I'm going to tell you what I've been seeing over the years, and I got it back into my scripture. People start getting blessed, and they start allowing what God blessed them with to become a God. And since we deal with money, that's what we talked about. Some of y'all can't get right with God because you refuse to give him what belongs to him. That's why you're struggling with serving God. Because when churches start talking about money, you have a problem. And you know why you have a problem? Because God is your, your money is God. But this is the problem I have. God gave you the job. Come on. So watch this. He wanted to go to heaven, but he didn't want to give up his God, which was his money. Watch this. Read. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Read, Verily I say unto you. He looked at them and said, Watch this, I'm going to show you a lesson. He just came and he told me he wanted to go to heaven, and I told him to give up his stuff, and now he's sad. You know why he's sad? Because money is his God. Read, That a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Watch this. You know what the kingdom of heaven is? When a person is doing it God's way. You know what's wrong with a lot of people? They churchy. You're in church, but you're not in the kingdom. Let me explain the difference. The church, it means you come here, but you're not doing it God's way. How do I know when I'm in the kingdom? Because I'm doing it his way, and I'm not doing it my way. Folks, you'd be surprised people come to church every week, faithfully coming, but ain't doing nothing. That God tell them to do. You know why? Somebody say, why? Because you're churchy. <laughs> that wouldn't even sound good. <laughs> you church it. It's amazing how folk come here, Mr. Bodies, and hear the word every week and ain't doing none of it. Ain't changing out one bit. You know why? Somebody said why? Because you church <laughs> In other words, you come to church just to say you came. Or you come to church to ease your conscience like you did something you can't. You churchy. 
when you leave out of here, you're going to do exactly what you've been doing. You know why? Because you're not in the kingdom. So what Jesus was saying, because we pick on rich folk. Everybody got money going to hell. That ain't true. What he was saying was this. When you worship things, it's hard to do it my way. Let me say it again. In other words, when you worship money and things, it's hard for you to do it the way I say do it. That's what he's saying. Read. And again I say unto you. And again I say unto you. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And I talked about this on last week that the eye of a needle was a hole in the wall that entered into the city. And in order for the camels to enter into the city, they had to first unload all the stuff they was carrying. They had to get down on all four and they had to crawl through. So what God is saying when you worship money and things, it's hard for you to humble yourself. It's hard for you to enter into doing things the way I want you to do it when you worship things and money. I already know that this message ain't going to be popular. I mean, watch it. Because we think just because a person got a lot of money that they don't worship money. That ain't true. You may not have a lot of money. You got a little money. But what are you doing with the little money that you have? Are you honoring God? Are you paying your bills? Are you paying yourself? Watch this. I said on last week, when it comes to money, you have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan with your money, your money, whether it's a lot or a little, is going to take some wings and fly away. That's a good sign. That money is your God. We sh should be managing money. Uh, can I take my time? Yeah. And money not managing us. So a good measure where you can really tell where a person is at is look at their checkbook. Let me see. Let me see. You want to volunteer? Because you have to put your money in my this. Because we say we love God, but when you look at people's checkbook, they money all over the place, and you don't see God nowhere in the equation. See, got quiet. When you start talking about money and sex, people get quiet. Because we need a lot of money, and we need a lot of sex. And some of y'all ain't got neither money. Watch this. You need a lot of money, you need a lot of sex. You got folks that's married have more sex than not married have more sex than folks that's married. I ain't flinching. Because you get marriages, it's just a lot of game play. Folk locking it down. And then they dare you not to cheat. has a lot of stuff, it's hard for them to humble themselves 
and do it my, and do it my way. That's the difference in a person in church and a person in the kingdom. And some of us have been in church for years, but we have never entered into his kingdom. That means we have never started doing things God's way. And that's why so many people have such a hard time with church. Because they have a problem with giving up their false gods. If you put your wife before God, that's your God. You try to please your wife. Am I saying you're supposed to please your wife? No. You, you, you should please, please your wife in the order of putting God first. Amen. Then you please your wife. And the same thing vice versa with the wife. You shouldn't be putting your husband. You're trying to keep up with your husband. He out in the streets. <coughs> so every now and then you go to the tavern with him to please him, but he won't come to church. Uh, watch this. Let me deal with this. Your children play soccer, football, basketball, so you ain't got time to come to church at all. You taking them to all these sports. See, y'all cry. Am I saying you should take it? No, I'm not saying that. But when God first he'll make a way for you to do that. Sometimes it can be a trick of the enemy. I can't come to church if they got a football game every Sunday. Amen. And at 10.30. That's a trick of the devil. You, I'm telling you, Satan is deceiving you. Read. When his disciples heard it, when his followers heard it, read, they were exceedingly amazed. They was amazed. Mm -hmm. Read. Saying, who then can be saved? Who can be saved then? Read. But Jesus beheld them. Read. And said unto them. Watch. With men. He said, with men. This is impossible. Read. But with God, all things are possible. In other words, if you do it my way, you can be saved. But what, what's wrong with a lot of folks, it's hard for them to do it God's way because they got other gods before the true and living God. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Luke chapter 12. We're talking about how to be a good steward. And if you're going to be a good steward, you got to keep God first. I don't care what he bless you with. God has to be first. If he's not first, he's going to be none at all. And you can deceive yourself if you want to. That means you got to get your priorities in the what? You cannot put natural things before spiritual things. How many would have really admit they are struggling with this? To keep God first? You got to put forth some effort to keep God first. Luke chapter 12, verse 13 through 21. Read. And one of the company said unto him, Read. Master, speak to my brother, that he divide the inheritance with me. So these two men was having a dispute over their inheritance. <laughs> Evidently somebody died and left them something, and they was going back and forth. We do that even now. People start acting a fool when people die. Amen. <laughs> especially our folk. That's why you need to have a will. That's why you need to have things in place. If you got five, ten kids, you don't leave it to one because they may not do the right thing. You have to have a will. You have to have legal documents saying what should be done upon your death. But we don't do that because we too busy getting our nails done and feet done and toes done and then we die 
unexpectedly, then we got chaos in our family. Amen. You know why I don't like doing funerals? Because there's a lot of pressure. Because you're preaching to the folk and they mad. They mad at this sister over here, this sister mad at this All that mess going on at the funeral. Y'all talk about that. You know why? Because somebody failed to put stuff in order. If you die right now, what will happen? A mess, your kids will be in each other's throat because you have not taken out the time, first of all, to get an insurance policy. And to put stuff in order. Oh, my, my child gonna do right. You don't know that. I'm telling you, I don't like those films. There's too much pressure because folks acting a fool over a house and a car. So they was having a dispute. Watch this, read. And he said unto him, And Jesus said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? In other words, Jesus said, Man, I got time for this. There are, there are more important matters. Read. And he said unto them, Read. Take heed. Pay close attention. And beware of covetousness. And be on guard for covetousness. Covetous means you desire something that belongs to somebody else. So they was having a dis dispute over things. They was going back and forth. Read. For a man's life. For a man's life. Consisted not in the abundance of the things. In other words, says. your life is not about stuff. Amen. And some folks only living for stuff. Amen. Car, job, house, this, that, the other. Listen, that stuff don't make you happy. Amen. That void you got in your heart, the only person that can fulfill that void is God, not a man. Some women think it's a man. If I just give me a man, I'll be happy. That ain't true. And, some, and that's why you keep going from man to man, man to man. And the same thing with men. If I just give me a fine woman, I'm not happy. That ain't true either. She may be fine, can't she, but can't she cook? Sometimes they're too cute, they ain't good for nothing. Your life. 
And watch this. When God can trust you, he'll give you the word. When, when you show God that you can handle money, he'll keep giving it to you. When you show God you can handle stuff and you're not going to put stuff before him, he'll keep he'll pour it on you, baby. But when you show God that you're going to put stuff before him, he will keep you limited because if he don't, you will lose your soul. Well, my money ain't no God. Alcohol probably is. Sex probably is God. How can sex be a God? You have the sex with everybody you need. You got to have it. You know what that is? A demon. You know what type of demon that is? A sex demon. You got you give it up to everybody. You don't have to know their name. I'm just having sex with everybody I mean. It's because a demon of sex is controlling you. Let me deal with the men. Pornography, you like to look at naked women. <laughs> you control by naked pictures. That's a God. You can make a God out of a car. How is my God my car? You're supposed to be at church, but you're at the car wash. <laughs> because your priorities are in the wrong place. You're a majoring on the minor. I mean, stupid stuff. You go to a Bible study on Wednesday, and you wash it. Why do you decide to wash our hands? You know why? Because the devil is deceiving you. So watch this. Why should God keep giving you stuff? Because the more stuff he gives you, the more you get out the will of God. Watch this. Everybody going to be rich. You know why? Because they can't handle it. Read. And he said, this is what I'll do. Watch this. I will pull down my barns, build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. You know another problem he had? He was selfish. He had a lot of stuff. And he said, I need, I need to do some of all this stuff. So instead of giving some of it away, let me turn down my barns and build one next to it. You see that even today. They turn out a store, a white castle, and build one right next to it. Turn out a Walgreens. And be a, you know what? Because they're greedy. It's greed. What about paying people for what they worth? I mean, I was looking at Walmart. They are $150 billion. $150 billion? And you still pay me peanuts?
are deceitful. Things can deceive you. He was not thinking about his soul. Only thing he was thinking about is getting more. And a lot of folks, know what some people can't get saved? Because the only thing they're concerned about is food, money, clothes, and having a great time. But life is more than that. And like I said, God is not against us having things. He's against us allowing these things to become a God in our life. And, if, and I know when I call the altar, the altar going to be full today. Because to be honest, if you really honest with yourself, you have something or somebody before God. And that's why you can't get all the way in God like you should. Because you don't want God, you just want what you can give. Watch this, read. This night, this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. In other words, fool, you can be a check out tonight. Read. Then who shall those things be? Then what those things gonna go? To supply another fool? Right. <laughs> I know this young man. Mother died. She had worked 30 some years to accumulate all she had. He spent it in six months. You know why? He was a fool. Watch this. Why should God give you more? And you already messing up with you. One thing about God, he ain't no fool with his money. God is going to only give you what he feels you can have. And once you show God, or once you prove to God that you can handle that, then he'll give you more. And he does this over time. He don't do it overnight. Because God ain't finna give you more than you can handle. Amen. This is like your child. You ain't finna give your child your car keys. Amen. If you do, you're a fool. He five years old. <laughs> he ain't ready to drive no car. Watch this. He's not ready for the responsibility of driving a car. So it's going to take some what? Time. In the same way with you. I know you say the love God, but there are some things that God is going to withhold from you until you grow up, until you get some deliverance in your life before he give it to you because he's not intending for you to turn your back on him. Read. Which thou has provided. Okay, let me show you another story before we go to our last one. Exodus chapter 32. We're talking about that just being a good steward. Just showing God that I can handle the little that you have given me. And the Bible says when you faithful over a little, it makes you what? So you know since you're asking for more and you're not having a little bit that he's giving you. That's my point I'm bringing out today. We have to keep our priorities in the right place when it comes to God. I'm going to show you how people can take what God blessed them with and make it out of a God. Yes. Exodus 32, verse 1 and 4. Read. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount. And when the people saw that Moses did what? Delayed to come down out of the mountain. And Moses, the leader, was up in the mountain seeking the face of God. Get some direction for God, for the people. Read. The people gathered themselves together unto Aaron. The people gathered themselves together unto Aaron. Uh-huh. And said unto him. Now notice, while Moses was away, he left Aaron in charge. Watch this. Just because you can talk does not mean you can lead. Amen. A lot of folks can talk. 
and we think they're a good leader. No, leading is not talking. Leading is being an example. Aaron can talk, but he couldn't lead. Read. Up. Make us gods. Notice the people came to him and said unto him, Dr. Anthony L. Trice is determined to take the gospel around the world to a people that are hurting mentally, physically, and financially. Your prosperity is in your seat. God has shown him how to be prosperous, successful, and with integrity. Ecclesiastes 10 and 19, money answered all things. We would like you to partner with us. Help us spread the word of God. Sign up as a monthly partner today and take advantage of this special offer. For a love token of $30 plus shipping and handling, you will receive this prosperity package, which includes your prosperity is in your seed, a powerful teaching CD, and prosperity oil. All partners will receive a monthly CD, newsletter, and much, much more. For more information, call 314-659-8522 or visit us online at www.anthonytrice.org. You can write to us at 7200 West Forest, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. And we thank you for your support. Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning into our television broadcast on today. We, hey man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered, they're being healed, they're experiencing financial breakthrough. And I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life by partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry. You can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, Please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.